Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 13-year-old Thad Phillips managed to make it to a phone and call 911. When the operator answered, he explained that he had been taken hostage and was being held at someone else's house. The person had broken multiple bones in his body and he couldn't walk. When police arrived at the scene, Thad told them that he was not the only victim of this particularly savage culprit. His captor had admitted to him that he had done this before and it led to the death of 14-year-old Christian Steiner. This is Monsters. On July 29, 1995, 13-year-old Thad Phillips was at his home with his parents and sister. They had recently moved in, and Thad had fallen asleep on the couch when he was picked up and taken away. When he awoke, he saw a young man who he had seen around the neighborhood. The stranger introduced himself as Joe and asked him if he wanted to go back to his house for a party. Joe named other boys that Thad knew who he said would be in attendance. When they got to Joe's house, he suggested they go upstairs and look at some model cars while they waited for the other boys to show up. Inside the bedroom, Joe's demeanor changed as he pushed Thad onto the bed and grabbed his leg. He twisted it until Thad's ankle cracked. Despite the injury, Thad tried to run, but Joe caught him. In a rage, Joe beat the younger boy. Then Joe began to attend to Thad's wounds. He eventually told Thad that he enjoyed the sound of bones breaking and he liked to treat the broken bones. Then, Joe told Thad that he was not the first person he had kidnapped and tortured. No, a year prior, he had taken 14-year-old Christian Steiner and after torturing him for a few days, he killed him. On July 4th, 1994, Chris Steiner's parents went into his bedroom at about 6.15 in the morning, but Chris was gone. After looking everywhere, they notified the police. Chris's father told them that he had looked in on his son at about 10 p.m. the previous night and Chris was asleep in his bed. When police investigated the scene, they found that a screen to a ground floor bedroom window had been slashed. That window was to Chris's older brother's bedroom, but he wasn't home that night. There were also muddy footprints on the carpet and the sliding door to the patio was unlocked. It seemed clear that someone had broken in and taken Chris out the patio door. Despite that, not willing to accept that the worst may have happened, initially authorities, along with Chris's parents, believed he probably snuck out of the house and wasn't able to make it back before his father noticed he was gone. This scenario became less and less likely as the hours turned into days. Of course, by then, the police shrugged off the teen's disappearance with the idea that he had simply run away. That's because police seem to believe that every teenager on the planet wants nothing more than to run away from home, despite Chris being excited about his job and showing no signs of being unhappy. 
His parents ensured the police that Chris would not have run away. The police's theory also ignored all of the evidence that a break-in had occurred. On July 10th, a body was found in the Wisconsin River. It was draped over a partially submerged tree and was badly bloated from having been in the water for days. Dental records identified the body as being that of 14-year-old Christian Steiner. Somehow, the autopsy determined that there were no traumatic injuries on Chris's body and the case was ruled an accidental drowning. It seems that the medical examiner must not have looked at Chris's legs because if they had, they would have found multiple broken bones. Despite so many unanswered questions about the death, the case was shrugged off by the authorities and pushed to the back burner. A little over a year later, Joe Clark broke into the Phillips home and abducted Thad. After convincing the teen to return to his house with him, Joe broke his ankle to satisfy his own sadistic desires. Sadism is the desire to inflict pain and suffering on someone else. It can often coincide with sexual pleasure, but not always. Joe enjoyed inflicting extreme pain on others, but he also enjoyed treating the wounds, acting as the carer for the injured. Joe would break one of Thad's bones, then he would wrap it and add a splint before carrying the boy into the living room to watch television. The house that Joe took his victims to seemed to belong to his brother. Joe lived with his adoptive parents, but he regularly snuck out of the house. During the periods between torture, Joe acted as if the two were friends, telling Thad all about his life. Thad's father noticed that he wasn't at home at 4 a.m. He notified the police and, like Chris's family, told them that his son wouldn't leave without telling them. He had no reason to run away, but despite an investigation, Thad was nowhere to be found. It would be almost two days before Thad himself called the police and told them where he was. Over the course of 43 hours, Joe broke Thad's ankles, a thigh, his knees, jumped up and down on his chest, and tried to smother him. For periods of time, he would let Thad out of his bedroom, but others he would lock him in a closet. While Thad was locked in the closet, Joe would go out, run errands, work on his car, and visit his girlfriend. During these times, Thad attempted to escape twice, but was caught by Joe and returned to captivity. Eventually, though, Thad found a guitar in the closet and used it to break the closet door. He threw himself down the stairs where he was able to get to a telephone and dial 911. He told the operator that he was being held captive and being tortured by an older boy. The 911 operator was able to trace the call and police rushed to the house. Joe was out partying with friends at the time, and Thad was taken to the hospital where he was not only treated for multiple broken bones, but internal bleeding as well. While locked in the closet, blood was slowly starting to pool inside his body due to internal injuries, making his death ever so close. Doctors said that Thad's injuries resembled something they would see after a terrible car crash. Police went to multiple teen parties in the area, but couldn't find Joe. They eventually staked out his house and arrested him about four hours after Thad had called 911. When investigators searched his home, they found a journal with 29 names listed under three categories. Can wait, get to now, and the leg thing. It seemed like it was a hit list of local boys from the area. Even more horrifying was that it was revealed that Joe had actually admitted to Thad that he had previously tortured and killed two teenage boys, but could only remember Chris's name. Nothing has ever come of the second alleged murder victim. 
Joe admitted that he had taken Thad, but claimed that he only wanted to hang out with them and couldn't remember how he had sustained his injuries. Joe Clark was charged with attempted first-degree homicide, causing great bodily harm to a child, mayhem due to intent to disable or disfigure, causing mental harm to a child, and child endangerment. But before the trial could get started, Thad was once again victimized when he was shot in the back by 15-year-old Michael Hibsch. There isn't any clear details about Michael, but he seemed to be a friend of Joe's who idolized the older boy. Thad recovered from his wounds, but the trial was delayed as a result of the shooting. In 2018, when Michael was 38 years old, he was convicted of raping a 15-year-old girl. Joe pleaded no contest and not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. The defense argued that Joe's biological mother had been a heavy drug user while pregnant with him and that he suffered a head injury after a bike crash the year prior. None of that made Joe unable to know that what he was doing was wrong, though, and he was found guilty and sentenced to 100 years in prison. Chris Steiner's case was reopened and his body was exhumed. After a second autopsy, broken bones in his legs and ankles were found and they were identical to Thad's injuries. This meant that either Joe drowned Chris and then put his body over the tree, or he threw Chris in the water and with broken legs, the teen couldn't swim and drown, later getting hung up on the tree. Either way, Joe Clark was responsible for the death of Christian Steiner. Joe was then charged with first-degree homicide, mayhem, and causing great bodily harm to a child. He pleaded not guilty and his adoptive parents tried to testify that Joe was at home asleep the night that Chris was kidnapped, but many other people testified that Joe snuck out of their home quite frequently. Joe was convicted and sentenced to life in prison with parole after 60 years. Joe maintains his innocence in the Chris Steiner case and filed an appeal due to lack of evidence, but it was denied. It's likely that Joe Clark will never be released from prison, which is good because he's a monster. If you're the victim of domestic abuse, please reach out to someone for help. Please talk to your local shelter or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go to thehotline.org to chat with someone online. This website is set up so that at any time, hitting the escape key twice will take you to a Google search page. That way, if your abuser is nearby, you won't get caught seeking help. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility, call 911, or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline by simply dialing 988 in the United States. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and will talk to you about any mental health issue you may be facing. Thanks so much for letting me tell you this story. If you enjoyed it, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, hit like, rate us, or leave us a comment. You can also check out our other show, Somewhere Sinister, on YouTube or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, check out our new merch at Teespring. The link is in the description. Thanks again, and be safe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.